Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, one of my pillars that, that we have in the household is to see others flourish and do whatever I can do for that to happen. So with that said, and this is something I, I, I would always talk, it's one of those scenarios where I would talk a big game, but didn't necessarily do it. And, and not that I didn't know how to do it. It was just like, hey, am I really going to be an intentional about my time to pour into somebody else and really pour into them to, to see them grow and really, I mean, just take whatever industry over, every marketplace they have going to take it over. Uh, and I've been intentional about that, man. And it's, and it's, I believe truly the more you put out, the more you'll receive. And, and, but when you're putting out, you, you can't have a, a preconceived notion as to what's going to come back. Right. And I, and I'm, I'm really serious about that. Right. You get a lot of people that will do something for you and then have their hand out. Like, okay, you owe me. And I'm, I'm, I'm not that way. I, I was that way, right? But I'm, I, I, I see the value. I see why we're on this earth. Because you have a lot of people who are wealthy that are miserable. And I refuse to be that person. where we make things happen. Dreamcatchers was formally launched to unlock the hidden potential in successful, self-motivated individuals who desire to take their life's work to the next level but need support to evolve. We are a collective group of professionals with various backgrounds that use our talents to assist those individuals in realizing their wildest dreams by providing education, inspiration, and direction. This podcast is where we share the lessons we've learned along the way to catching our dreams and give you some context around the how and the why to each approach to put you further ahead on the journey to catching your dream. Are you ready? Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Dream Catchers Podcast. It's your host, Jerome, and I've been after this guy for months, and I finally got him on. Please welcome me and joining Richard Berryman third to the Dream Catchers Podcast. For those of you who don't know, Richard has been out in the marketplace tearing up the tech world for a number of years. And a couple of years ago, might be a little bit longer than a couple of years ago, they founded Spoke Hub. And I'll let him talk about Spoke Hub and the impact it's having in the space. But more interesting for me is we got Richard to come out to our second powwow back in May. And 
when I listen to him talk about it, it seems to be a little impactful. So, Richard, I don't know where this conversation is going to go today, but I'm just glad to have you on the line and getting this thing recorded because I've been begging you for weeks and months to get on the line with us. So how are you today, man? I'm doing great, man. And, and, uh, and yes, I, I, I need you um... – I needed you to, to push me. And, yeah, I, I don't know where this conversation is going to go. We have some pretty great conversations over the past couple of weeks, couple of months, man. So I'm, I'm looking forward to sharing my experience with the powwow, Spoke Hub, any and everything. So, I mean, let's jump into Spoke Hub because that's been your baby for, I don't know, the past three or four years. I first heard about it from one of my partners. He's like, you don't know about Spoke Hub? I was like, what is Spoke Hub? And so he said, man, download the app and get involved. And so I jumped online and did the play, got the app and started playing with it. And I was like, this is different, but I don't know what to do with it. And then I guess we got online a few times and we talked about what we can do with the AR experience. And I was like, well, I just don't know if I can afford that right now where my business is, but, I mean, it's a huge idea. I think the story is more interesting than the app to me in general. So kind of run me down on how you guys got to where you are with Spoke Hub and what you see as a vision for the future for it. Yeah, so uh, let's back up. You know, like so many that have graced this Dreamcatcher's podcast or recorded line, I mean, we were hustling, bustling at the – Fortune 500, Fortune 100, in some cases, companies, and realized not as quickly as I would wanted to, but realized that uh, we were making some folks really, really rich. And I, you know, speaking directly from a sales and business development perspective, and that made me think, hey, you know what? We can take these talents, right? Maybe we're not going to take them to South Beach. We can certainly take them out in the in the uh, the Durham, North Carolina world on our own and see what we can do. So. You know, with that said, you know, I, along with uh, a couple of buddies, you know, came together from various markets and said, hey, uh, actually, another guy brought the idea to us. And uh, we said, look, we kind of sat down, put put uh, pen to paper on some strategies and ideas, and we birthed Spoke Hub. I mean, the, the whole idea of Spoke Hub uh, from, the, from the onset was to bring back chat rooms from the late 90s, early 2000s in a really strategic way, right? So... What you find now, especially now with your Facebooks and even Instagram and some of the other places, is people want to have conversations around certain topics. But what we find is social media gets polluted really quickly. So you, you take a group me idea, which I love group me, but the idea coming from a, a conceptual phase to actually people using it, group me can get to 27 different conversations in one line of talk. So. I can be scrolling for days if I just to catch up with the conversation, which doesn't really make sense in terms of kind of moving forward with different communities. And you're seeing communities now want more access to their data, and they want to be able to hone in on the the conversations and various topics and so on and so forth. So that's you know in part Spoke Hub where we can have a hub or a chat room, if you will, surrounding one topic or one group of conversations for an organization. So on top of that, right, in addition to that, you, you throw in the whole AR, the augmented reality experiences and, and taking my phone and putting it over a location or, a, or an, a logo or an image and providing some content. Now we're adding innovation there, you know, that we're now getting calls from 
museums, galleries, your your large agencies, marketing firms that are saying, Wow, you guys you guys may have cracked the code as to how to monetize using augmented reality. And I, and I think that's really cool just to even have those conversations. So engagement AR, at the end of the day we wanted to we wanted to, to look ourselves in the mirror and say, Hey, we're now gonna bet on ourselves. And and I think if, if there's any message or anything to take from that, that is, is certainly it. Wow. So the tell me about the race. Tell me about the struggles of startup. Tell me it's not it's not as glamorous as the Facebook movie makes it seem, I don't think, tech world, but I mean, maybe it is. No. No, it it wasn't it, it isn't wasn't isn't at all. So for us and, and I you know, I, I'm proud. Uh, we, I, I, it seems like lately I haven't said a lot about it, but you know, we, we are uh, you know, four African American men uh, who are looking to scale up in this tech world, and that's not the easiest thing to say. But regardless, I think as, as an entrepreneur, startup entrepreneur in, in the tech space, uh, it's going to be it's going to be a tough road to hoe. And then you 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 add on that we do have this black skin, and it adds some uh, complexities in. in uh, uh, in many holes that kind of jump through that you probably wouldn't have uh, otherwise. So, but but either way, right? W- what we decided was, hey, look, we have a great concept, a great idea. Let's put pen to paper on an MVP. Use our own, you know, bootstrap our own dollars, which are very limited, given the fact that we, you know, all of us actually have families, which was another rarity. But you know, hey, you know, at, at the end of the day, if, if if we're shooting in the gym, let's keep shooting in the gym and uh, and get picked up in the league somewhere. So. You know, that was always been our mantra. So we took that idea and said, hey, let's go and in, in, in attack the African-American investment community and see what we can find. And uh, what we figured out pretty quickly was that, yes, there is money out there, but you need to find a champion, someone who can vouch for you in that community or any community, really. So, you know, we're talking, you know, we hit that, that chitlin circuit, I call it, and, you know, again, I want to say maybe 20, you know, conversations with investors of which everyone loved the idea, loved the concept. Hey, Richard, come back to me when you got 100K raised, 200K raised, 300K raised. And in many, many times it was, hey, look, I'm, I'm coming to you now. Well, why don't you make that first initial 100K, 200K, 300K? And uh, we got denied. And, you know, continuing to hit the pavement and knowing that, the uh, the persistent man that wins, you know, continuing to to have those conversations. I had a, a talk with a a mentor like advisor here in Durham, North Carolina, and, and she basically, you know, when we walked out of the meeting, she said, "Look, I'm not only going to invest, but I'm going to raise my hand as a one of the pillars in this uh, investment community in Durham that you guys need, you know, that that these that folks need to uh, start writing your checks." And we took that for what it was, right? I mean, I, you know, I, I trust her and trust her even more now. Uh, but we did not, I didn't know that was really going to happen. And literally it was almost as if she turned on the faucet. And, um, you, know, I, you know, regardless of what happens, what she did for us was huge, kind of putting spoke up on her back. And from there we've we raised just over $2 million, majority of which is in the, the African-American community not only here in Durham, but also in the uh, you know, East Coast throughout the country, really. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So you found your champion. 
and she opened the door for you guys. So what happens next there? I mean, it just keeps you guys running. Do you get proof of concept with that? Do you continue raising? Where do you, where do you go from there? So no, no, we've, we've, uh, I mean, at that point, once pulled in that last dollar, I mean, we, we have a, a functioning, a functioning platform. Uh, what we've done is we've kind of pivoted, uh, if you will, which needs to happen for any startup, entrepreneur, you know, anyone jumping into business, please be ready to make a, uh, a large, minor, small pivot of some sort. And when I say that, we kind of went from the whole social sphere of, hey, we're going to throw this out there for everybody to jump on it like a group me or a, you know, a Google Hangouts to now strategically providing private white label communities or engagement apps for, you know, organizations, right? So IE, let's say like a, we're working through it now, but like an NAACP, right? And organizations like that, they haven't, they, historically they've been large in size, older community, uh, but they see, like many others, that in order to gravitate and, and retain some of the, the younger audience, I need to be able to communicate with people that or use communication mechanisms and means that, that everyone else uses. So imagine if they had uh, an NAACP app that they utilize to communicate not only with the chapters but the regions and the districts in one fell swoop very easily, you know, in a network, uh, and we can be able to provide that. So we're now... You know, that is, is what we're pushing within, within Spoke Up. But, you know, yeah, that, that money, you know, it, it got us off of the ground. We are sustaining the business right now. There will be an additional funding raise. And I, I like that because we've now proven the concept to the point that we're starting to drive revenue, which everybody wants to see from an investment standpoint. So uh, I couldn't be more happier where we are. It isn't easy. Nothing is going to go in a linear fashion. But I, as far as getting into this to show the next generation uh, that it can be done, I couldn't be happier with the, the path that we've taken and what we're taking and think that at some point, if the stars align like I, I'm working towards, we'll have a, a pretty impactful and in-depth movie to kind of show you step-by-step step what to do and what not to do because we're certainly making enough mistakes, I'll tell you that. But we're learning from them really quickly and, and, and being able to continue to, to reach and, 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 uh, and drive towards greatness. I love it, man. It was interesting when I popped up on you during that panel discussion you were doing with the students and to hear you share your perspective and to offer the challenge to them that maybe you should have, you wish you would have received when you were in school, you know, to go off and collaborate and create something while you're still there before the obligations that pop up from being an adult and living life and I guess building a world based on, you know, what you get from that W-2 salary, you know, that can become a prison or handcuffs for a lot of us, especially when you're a high income earner. And so let's pivot a little bit and talk about your experience in May at the powwow in uh, the Smokies, uh, Tennessee. You know, I had the good fortune of traveling up with you, but, you know, let's, I reached out to you in December when we did the first one to try to get you to come to that, and you backed out on me a little bit. I got you this time. I got you in the car. There won't no turning back once I got you in the car, man. So tell me about probably your apprehension, because 
you know, I don't do a great job of marketing, right? I didn't explain very well what was going to happen. But tell me maybe about your expectations, your concerns before getting there, and then kind of walk me through your experience and what that's meant from you coming out of that. Uh, Yeah, so... No, you you didn't need to do any additional marketing, and and I know this is you're, you're not the the type of guy to to want to be talked about, given the fact that you're you're uh, you're you're asking the questions. But no, no, I I trusted you and and have all trust and faith in you. My 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 reasoning for turning it down was was pretty simple. I you know, and 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 any time I've turned anything that you've asked down, which I have, hit myself in the head now. Like what what was I thinking? But it was purely on the lines of, hey, you know what? I don't have, or at least in my mind, have enough money to invest, right? But, but in, in all actuality, and we say it all the time, it's just people, many people fail to react, right? And you say, man, I don't have $1,000 to, to get that necessary coaching that I probably really, really need to get to the next level. You know what? I'm just going to go over here and I'm a I'm gonna spend a hundred dollars on some, you know, trinkets or some trash or something. Like there, there's, if people really backed out, and I had to do this, right? I had to really back out and 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 look at my personal just statements, just just financial statements, and saying, hey man, what can I really, what can I sacrifice, right, to really get to this this place? And and you know, long story short, I got to the place where I said, hey, you know what? I have just enough money. I'm taking advantage of this thing. Like I and I know I know Jerome I know some of the players that are involved. These guys are straight shooters. They're also successful in their own right. I, I got to take advantage of this. And and I I went up with it. Well, I, I didn't have any expectations. I really did. I didn't have any expectations because I wanted to go in with an open mind and come out where I'm not the guy that hey you know I know everything. I, I I'm I'm coming up here. Hey, I may share some jewels, but just as many as I'm sharing, if not way 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 more. I'm receiving, and I think, well, I know, you know, by by the grace of God, I, I've I've come out of that powwow with uh, a renewed vigor for not only life, but as far as you know, the multiple channels and streams of income, and in working towards goals and actually seeing things through, and not letting not letting the uh, the everyday life. You know, which is going to be pain. There's going to be heartaches. There's going to be some some obstacles get in the way, and use those as more fuel than anything, right? So if something something deters you, you're using that to to go faster. And I think that's one of the main takeaways for me. You know, with going and and getting back home. And and yeah, I did ride with you, man. And and the wealth of knowledge you are, brother, it, it helped me. You know, just look at things differently. And and I, I can't belabor enough the fact that anyone that's listening to this podcast now, and I hope it's a couple people, right? I'd be happy with two or three, to be honest with you. But for the folks that are listening, at any given time, remember, you need to always bet on yourself. And in betting on yourself, you need to be able to surround yourself with folks that, yeah, they may be like-minded, but you're going to have to have a select few that are really having some success. Just success, period. It doesn't have to be necessarily in your industry or your market, but some of that success is just going to rub off on you, and you don't know what their networks are. Or they could walk you in the door. I mean, it, it really could. So don't look at that thousand, twenty-five hundred, five thousand, ten thousand dollar price tag to get a coach that's reputable, or at least a group that's reputable. You know, hey, it, 
it all pays off. And there's a reason why some of your your uh, your idols are paying in excess of a hundred thousand dollars a year, you know, for coaches themselves. Just keep that in the back of your mind. So, what was the most shocking or profound moment of the weekend for you? So, for me, I, I have one specifically, and, and I know that he's done the podcast before, Deron Chandler. I mean, the brother is, is I mean, he's, he's one of the sharpest guys I, I know, and, and I, I didn't know him, you know, for a long time. Like, I didn't know him back in school because he's a little older than I am, but uh, of knowing him now, man, I mean, anybody that says to me that he is so dead set on one thing. This one thing in particular is knocking down all of his and his wife's their personal debt. That he's willing to sell all his prized possessions and potentially move back in with a parent. That to me made the weekend. And I say that because we as individuals, right, in the world, we talk a big game about, hey, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to sacrifice this, I'm going to sacrifice that. He specifically. When he shared the story, I mean, he sold all of it. I mean, you know, this is the car guy. I don't know many car guys who have the latest and greatest in cars and have the access to them and the means are going to sell these things to pay down debt and, and even move in with a parent to pay down debt aggressively and, and really turn the tide on his life and not just pay that 30-year mortgage or, or wait to pay that 15-year note or whatever it, whatever it is. He said, hey, we're going to pay it down. We're going to pay it down now, regardless of what the number is. And for him to even verbalize that to me, I'm the kind of guy I'm like, I never even thought about doing that, ever. And it made me it made me cut. And I, I, I live a somewhat frugal life, and I cut some stuff just as soon as I got home. You know, I, I mean, I literally, he, he that, way, that wasn't the only one, but that was one of the pivotal points, you know, where he shared his experience. And now – Right, he's able to make twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollar investments. So that that you know, let's say that you know, three four years of of sacrifice is now about to net him a a a much wealthier life and a life where he can provide uh, access to generational wealth for his young children. Yeah, one of my favorites. That's why we started the podcast with him, honestly. I mean, you know, do you really want to win or look good losing is the episode 001. And it's always an inspiration. Anytime I question whether or not I'm sacrificing enough, I'll go back and pull that one up and just get the skinny, right? How much are that you one, really that one should have, to get that, what you want? That one should have a million views before it's all said and done, if, if not 30 million. And it will. It will. Yeah. That, that those are the type, those are the type of messages that it does. It doesn't matter. Yeah, we're in twenty twenty nineteen, right? In twenty one nineteen, that same that same message would be very much so still impactful. Yeah, it's a timeless message for sure. So, what's been the biggest change for for you since getting back to civilization? Because I mean, we checked out when we went up there. No cell phones. No nothing. So. What's been the biggest difference? Because I know life didn't stop while we were there. No, no, no. So even during the time that we like, which makes it, which makes the story even better, right? I've got two, two young, beautiful little girls, and, and wife is pregnant with our, our third, which will be a boy. So in the midst of all that, I'm leaving for a couple of days. 
but I, I felt, again, I felt as though that was what I needed to make me better. Without a better me, I can't be great for them. And, and I think that's another thing that, that I know I struggle with uh, is, is pouring into everyone else's cup. I need, you know, to, to be poured into a bit and, and, and intentional about that. Because if not, I, I can, you know, my energy's low, everything's low. I, I can't perform at an optimal level if, I'm, if I don't get, you know, hit that rejuvenation button. And so to answer the question, I mean, one of the, the biggest things for me, man, is, is taking out that time every day. Right, whether I'm getting up at, at at six in the morning, going walking for three miles, coming home, doing some sort of a devotion, meditation, never meditating in my life, you know, just just to to you know breathe in the the good and exhale the bad. I mean, that that's a major thing for me, and that's helped out every other aspect of of my business. What I do with Spoke Hub, we had some, you know, and it, and it seems like when you you start to surround yourself with, with uh, successful folks or folks that are yearning for greatness and actually doing the work, you know, you start, to be, you start to be approached with other opportunities, right? So I've had some other opportunities that have popped up that have, have you know, kind of fall right into the wheelhouse of who I am to the core and, and ultimately what I want to do. So, you know, when we talk about it all the time, you know, hey, you, you want to, you know, in, or, in order to really truly create that generational wealth you have to have different streams some cases different markets and uh you know i I say kind of the mixture of the two one more importantly being the you know spending time with myself and on myself focus on health you know i'm a kind of guy that i wouldn't go to doctors or dentists or any of that not to say that's that's a terrible thing but i just wasn't focused on me you know, hey, I got to make sure the kids are getting to the dentist, and that's why that's my that's my worry. That's what I'm worried about. I ain't worried about me, man. I, I'm good. I'll be good until you're sitting six feet in the grave and you can't do anything. So you know, I, and and I I really I can't I can't I can't say it enough, man. We gotta we gotta focus more on ourselves so we can be great for the you know the others around us. And I wanna if there's any message to take from there. That that's certainly it. Solid. So what do you what are you working towards now? I remember kind of charging you guys to go be the light. What what light are you being, and who are you being the light for? Oh, that's a good. Uh, now, when you posed it at the powwow, man, I mean that was was. I mean, it, it caught me, it caught majority of the folks there. Number one, right, is 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 working on on me, right. So, and, and again, that, that, it, it has something to do with the question, but it, it's if I can get me right, then I can be a better person for everybody else. So once I'm I'm working on me. I'm, I'm pouring into myself. Now, you know, one of my pillars that, that we have in the household is to see others flourish and do whatever I can do for that to happen. So with that said, and this is something I, I, I would always talk, it's one of those scenarios where I would talk a big game, but didn't necessarily do it. And, and not that I didn't know how to do it. It was just like, hey, am I really going to be an intentional about my time to pour into somebody else and really pour into them to, to see them grow and really, I mean, just take whatever industry over, every marketplace they have going to take it over. Uh, and I've been intentional about that, man. And it's, and it's, I believe truly the more you put out, the more you'll receive. And, and, but when you're putting out, you, you can't have a, a preconceived notion as to what's going to come back, right? And, I, and I'm, I'm really serious about that, right? You get a lot of people that will do something for you and then have their hand out like, okay, you owe me. And I'm, I'm, I'm not that way. I, I was that way, right? But I'm, I, I, I see the value. I see why we're on this earth. Because you have a lot of people who are wealthy, 
that are miserable, and I refuse to be that person. So but back to the, the question at hand, I mean, yeah, pouring into others, pouring into other businesses. I, I you know, give you an example. Now there's a business, they, they're a, in the marketing space, they provide, they actually, you know, let's say there's a festival or some sort of event, they are the ones that would uh, provide a contest. It's kind of, it falls into the marketing realm. They'll provide a contest to kick off that festival, and they were having some some issues, not issues, but I guess some bumps in the road regarding sponsorships. And without even you know asking for anything, I you know I had a contact, I had some folks that that I knew could help. I love the concept of what they're doing, and I like the people involved. I made a couple calls, and and now that's led to you know them raising or building up the the sponsorship funnel or, or bucket, if you will to almost, a, you know, a couple hundred thousand. Uh, and that's opened up other doors with other festivals. I mean, it's, it, it, you know, and that was literally three or four phone calls and just pouring into, you know, that let me, you know, become a part of what they got going on a little bit and this and that. And, but my intentions were just to help. And, and I'm, I'm about that. I really am about that. And there's some other, other folks that were, were just helping in general, because I want to see people be great. I, I don't want to be at the top of the mountain by myself. I, uh, I'd rather us all get there in our, our own right and, uh, and enjoy the, the fruits of, of the labor. I really enjoy this conversation on not having transactional relationships. I think that is probably one of the most disheartening things that I experience where, you know, somebody expects something just because they did something the random acts of kindness just kind of vanished. And, you know, I tend to shy away from folks like that. It's, they make me uncomfortable because now I don't know, I can't ask you for help unless I plan on, you know, reciprocating in some way, shape, or form, and I might not have the capacity. And I think when you tie that in with your conversation about not spending any time on yourself or working on yourself or refueling or rejuvenating yourself, I think you probably described, I don't know, 50% of the people, maybe 75% of the people out here today who are walking around empty. And then what they turn into is vampires because they're so down and out and all they can do is take from others. And that desperation for energy leads them to make some pretty bad decisions. And so... You know, I'm glad to see that transformation, that change, that growth, that refocus on you. And, I mean, you talk about the folks that you help sponsor, but, I mean, what you've done for me in our business with, you know, the strategy that the gurus came up with, with, you know, the social media push and kind of getting me out the background and forcing me to be out front and build a personal brand instead of just building a brand for the businesses what's been happening is kind of shocking to say the least. And, you know, we've really just been running the plays you've been drawing in the dirt on this. So, um, you know, if nobody else tells you, thank you, I certainly thank you for what's happened. And I appreciate the, the gift of thoughtfulness and the thought of, and the gift of intention uh, because I'd probably be doing more of the same. And I don't know that that is what it's going to take in order for us to, have the level of success we need to have in order to impact the world the way that we see ourselves doing so. 
Yeah, I uh, I totally agree, man. I mean, I, look, don't don't let's let's keep it going. I mean, I, I taking another another note from the powwow was if we're going to get to the top of that mountain. I, I mean, we, we need to empower and encourage continuously each other. I mean, I, I'll take that group at the powwow and any other folks that, that you, know, you know, going forward that come because it's, it's going to be out of this world. But I'll take that group at the powwow up against any group. And, and there's a reason why. I, I say that because that group in particular is so selfless that – you yourself, Jerome, aren't. You're going to do everything you can to see Richard succeed. And James is going to do everything he can to see Jerome succeed. Like there's, and and then, so you got you know, let's say you know, seven eight people, and these seven eight people all have networks. Some overlap, many of them they don't. So in in essence, right. You got Larry, and Larry, I'm telling you guys, if, if, if uh, listen, 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 and watch out for this brother Larry. I'm, 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 I'm just gonna say his first name. You need to go search out. You need to go search for him. But if Larry needs something, right, in terms of his business, I'm, I'm going to provide that. And 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 I'm gonna have a. I'm gonna be so happy to do that because I know that Larry is going to do the most with that network and he's not just gonna gonna you know play around he's not gonna treat it as a joke he's going to utilize whatever i you anyone else at the powwow can provide and use it for his benefit and then turn around and provide that same level of access by taking the deep dive into his network and i think if if majority of us to get to where we really want to go you need to have a a cohort like this and a genuine one and and i haven't even even before or, or to this day even after the powwow i i've yet to find one that would work in this manner uh congratulate you i, I thank you but i also said this is only the beginning if this is you know I, I please record this write it down put it somewhere it, it, this is going to get really interesting really quickly and uh, and I can't thank you enough for for beating down my door continuously to get me to get here. It, it shouldn't have taken that. It certainly won't take that going forward. And at some point, you're uh, pretty soon. I I feel if my intuition is is correct. You're going to have a line out the uh, the door of folks looking to to want access this level of genius. Yeah, that part I I think is beginning to happen now. Um, and you and I talked about this in depth. The the network is so precious, right? Access to the tribe is so precious that it won't ever be big from the standpoint of a lot of people. Um, you know, the next one we're doing, we're limiting it to 12. We might maybe on the high end do 15, but that person who gets who gets that golden ticket who's not a part of the original group will only have that ticket because they're bringing something to the room that's missing. And there isn't a whole lot that's missing right now. So 
you know, it's going to have to be a really unique person, and the person is going to need somebody who's already in the room to say, this person's a difference maker in the world, and we need to bring them into the network because it will be a mutually beneficial relationship versus one where they're coming in to, you know, take whatever they can take from the room. Um, we're looking for people who are looking to add to the collective. You know, the four eyes was just, it was, it, it was super exciting. I mean, I know you're, you're a business development guy, but for all that to come together and, and to think that, you know, innovators and influencers and investors come here to ignite and then to see what's been happening through the group chat through just day-to-day -day interactions and one person may be a little low or slow and you see what the other person did and that gives you encouragement and energy. And the best part about it all is like the competition that's in the group isn't I'm trying to be better than you. It's I've got to do at least this to keep up because I don't want to get left behind. Yep. And everybody raising their standards one, one piece at a time, one little bit at a time is, I think, going to make a huge difference. But I tell you, anybody who, does, who goes back to the powwow and doesn't have something for show and tell, I, I don't know how you come back into the room and don't. I think they might just not come because they don't have anything to share. I mean, it's just, it's just exciting, man. So I think the biggest change I've seen from you is just the energy being at I don't know if it was at a six before, you're at eight or nine consistently. You know, I, I could see you having a hard time sleeping because you've got a dream that's being reinvigorated and your mind's running and you're jumping out of bed because you're excited to be working on this problem that you're solving for the world. And that, for me, is probably more rewarding than anything else because I've, I've been in that place where <laughs> I was in that place where nothing was working. Right? I, I felt like I had concrete shoes on and I was at the bottom of the pool and there was nothing I could do to get out of that. And I really, when I looked around, I, I didn't have anybody to call for and it didn't look like anybody was looking for me while I was in that space. And I vowed to myself when I finally worked my way out of that that nobody that I knew who wanted more would have to go through that themselves. I think, you know, as leaders, we suffer quietly. And oftentimes when we are the one that's bringing encouragement to others, they forget that maybe every once in a while we needed some encouragement too. And, you know, I see a lot of that in you. And, you know, what you brought to the room and the impact. When I, when I pulled the guys, the, you know, the core group, I was like, who... Who seemed to have the biggest shift? Time after time, your name came up, and everybody was interested in seeing what would happen when you left the total immersion and went back to life and trying to figure out if life was going to be the thing that held you back or propelled you forward. You know, with the new life coming into the world and the challenges that that can pose, it's always interesting to see what happens. Some folks uh, pack it in and say, woe is me, and become a victim. And then others are victors. They go out, they slay the dragon, they, they drag it back home, 
clean it, throw it on the stove, and then serve it. <laughs> yep. So I think you're probably the latter. Uh, and it's just exciting to see the growth, my brother. What are you most grateful for right now? Oh, that's a that's a that's an impactful question. I mean, I'm 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 grateful for life, man. To be honest with you, I I I think we we have some audacious goals. I mean, we have some goals that are out of this world, and, and, and you know, very much so. Right? We should be. I mean, literally thinking about the, the things that that you know make people laugh. Uh, and I love telling people my goals because they're like, man, that's nowhere it's happening, and that, that's the response I want. And that means I'm 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 thinking in the right right round. But I'm I'm grateful for you know the fact that I wake up and and, and I can use my extremities, fingers, toes, talk, speech. You know, my elbow works, my ankle works, my toes work. Like literally, you and we we fail to realize. If you take one of those things away, you show, show me how you operate, right? It doesn't have to be the, you know, oh, man, I lost all this money and this and that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's going to suck, you know. But, but take, take away, you know, one of those, those small things that everybody takes for granted. The fact that your arm bends at the elbow or you have a hand. And I, and I know it, 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 you know, for, for those that are living without, right, God bless you. You're the strongest of the strong. I have no idea what I do, but you know that along with the the network and the and the people that that you surround yourself with, there, there's nothing that you can't overcome. But I'm I'm you know I am grateful, grateful for the opportunity to to have you know the, the small things that people take for granted. I mean I'm really really big on that, and 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 the you know. I, I'm. I hope that I'm raising my children to to be grateful for that as well. No matter the money, no matter the the fame, no matter the prestige, whatever. You know, if you got if you got a hundred billion, your fingers work the same way as if you got negative. And if you can't appreciate that, don't be surprised if it's taken away. And it, and it happens in theory and literally all the time. And then people don't think of it that way, right? If, 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 if I'm bragging and boasting and doing all these things and I really don't, I'm not thankful for just the, the, the everyday, hey, thank you for waking, waking me up. That can be taken away. And, you know, I don't want something tragic to have to happen for me to be able to, uh, to be grateful for the small stuff. So, you know, that, that is, that is it. That really is it. It doesn't, it's not going to be the, you know, all the other stuff that comes, you know, thank the Lord for, for the opportunity. But the, the small stuff is, is, it just makes me, you know, makes me happy in, in knowing that, you know, Hey, I, I might be doing the right things or I might be helping the right people out or, or, uh, thinking the right way. Heavy, 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 heavy. I love it, man. Just boiling it down to the basics and realizing that there's always something to be grateful for, even if it's just breath. So I, I'm winding down. I think I probably have two more questions. And this next one is, what dream are you 
most focused on catching that? Yeah, that's a good. No, again, you you uh, you are you are doing your job. Um, I you know th- there there are a couple areas of focus. Um, you know, spoke of is is still atop the uh, the list big time. You know, go in and you know I know you didn't ask business or personal, but I'll, I'll give you a couple on a personal note. That means more to me now. Obviously, I want to spend the necessary amount of time with a brand new son, and so the opportunity that I have today is 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 one in which I can set my schedule. Uh, I'm thankful for that opportunity. You know, going out here and hustling all day, every day, no days off, no weekends off. You know that that allots for that. We'll continue that hard grind, those hard works, picking up the phone, beating the street, you're doing whatever, whatever you got to do. But that affords me the opportunity to spend time from birth with a child that will be here uh, on paper July 30th or maybe sometimes sooner than that or a little after. That is the ultimate goal. With the first two little girls, I didn't get a chance to spend as much as I would have wanted to. Or even if I did, I was was pulled in all these different directions or directions that, that I probably didn't need to pursue. So I'm going to be intentional about that in, in understanding what it is to be uh, an African-American male uh, in the United States of America today. Just that alone uh, is, is, is one in which needs time, needs nurture. Uh, it needs a, a whole hell of a lot of prayer. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that is it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even going to belabor on, you know, hey, I, I want to see the various markets spoke of an attack. We got some, some wholesale and real estate that we, we, we're getting kicked off now. I want to have success in, in that area, that arena. I've got an opportunity, you know, even the, the, the marketing team I've, I've, I've talked about, I, I want to see success there. I mean, there's, there's a couple different lanes that I'm working in and, and will not stop until they are successful. So we're, we're going to go ahead and already call it in all facets. Uh, but all that means nothing. It truly means nothing. Now, there's no amount of money that you're going to get for me not to be able to spend with my son or the kids in general. And uh, and I know this is something we talk about pretty often, and, and you and your story speaks volumes to this as well. But, you know, if you don't have that time, there's, I mean, billions, gazillions, trillions. I don't even know what's the number past trillion, but it doesn't matter. There's no amount of money that's going to bring that back. And you better take full advantage of every second that you get. And that's what I intend to do. Nothing like clarity, my friend. There is absolutely nothing like clarity. So I always wrap with this question. You know, we're a little less than an hour right now. And if people, you know, got distracted with their phone or life as they were listening to this podcast and they had to take one thing away from it, what would it be? Hmm. I'm one and, you know, I I got thousands of things in my mind all the time, right? So I, I usually I'll, be, I'll take a lot of time trying to come up with something impactful and like, man, I got to come up with something good for the masses and the people. Um, 
But I think it's very simple. Uh, whatever you do, you need to be intentional about it uh, and know that there are going to be consequences, good or bad, and, and, and you need to prepare as such. People know exactly what they're doing, whether it's good or bad, it's right or wrong. The, the problem is it, it's interesting when you do something that's really good, you'll get folks that, that are surprised by the consequences. And like, man, I didn't know that could happen. You know, it, 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 it's all good. And it's equally as astonishing when you get people that do the wrong thing and they're surprised by the consequences. And, and I think it's a matter of not being intentional about the things that you do. Like I, I, I want to intentionally build a tech company in order to inspire the next generation of brown and black tech entrepreneurs. And nothing, it's not going to go, the success is not going to go in a linear fashion. There's going to be a story. And for all of the, the bad, wrong, terrible, great, good, excellent things that happen, you now have a story to tell someone and allow them to create a playbook. And I don't know necessarily how we were going to get to the goal, and we're still on that journey. But I know when it's all said and done, I'm going to hand whatever I've, I've done over to the next man, woman, child, and say, hey, here, add this to your book of intentionality if you want to build a business. I'm not saying it's going to give you everything. This would be a little bit of an asset. This should this should play a a role or be helpful in some form or fashion. So um, be intentional about everything that you do. Everything that you do has to have a purpose, no matter the size, no matter the depth, the lack thereof. And, and if we can live like that, I think we'll we'll um, you know this will be a, a much better place uh, to live for us all. Amazing. <laughs> So, you know, where do I go from here other than to tell you thank you for your time? I know you were a little apprehensive about jumping on the line with me, as most people are, which I don't really understand outside of the fact that nobody in my circle really likes talking about themselves because they don't want to sound like they're bragging. But uh, we've got to tell these stories because if we don't tell these stories, people won't know what's actually happening around them. And I don't think they even know that it can happen. You know, it, I would love for somebody to go out and do something because Jerome or Richard did it, right? And, and it might not be in the same industry, but just the fact that they're inspired by something that happened by somebody in the tribe is, you know, is food for my soul. And so I appreciate you for being an inspiration. I appreciate you for the gift of gab, but it's not, you know, that superficial. You know, when you share your words and you speak greatness on people, it's because you truly see it and you mean what you say. And while other people may not get that when it happens because they're not used to it, 
you absolutely mean what you're saying to them. And, you know, your children are fortunate to have somebody in their home and your wife that can speak that greatness over them and consistently look them in the eye and hold them accountable to the greatness. I, I think the world is tough. I think the world tells us that we, we shouldn't be great or we can't be great or the circumstances are too hard. You know, we got dealt a bad hand. And in that, we, we don't maximize all that we have. Instead, we, we turn and look at our circumstance and say, you know, what we want to achieve is not achievable. And that's a lie. Your dream should be real. Richard's a living example of it. So, my brother, I appreciate you, and I'm excited for the next powwow so that everybody can get back together. We're going back to the mountains, and, you know, that group's going to be there to hold everybody accountable, right? you got to show up and present what you've done since you left. Yep. Um, and I'm hopping on the plane to go see Larry's little project in the morning. So that's, that's, stay tuned for that. That's it. That's it. Stay tuned for that for sure. But, uh, but yeah, man, anytime, brother, let me know uh, what it is that you need, if anything. And, yeah, the, the, the powwow is, is already circling on my calendar, and i uh, really looking forward to it. All right, man. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks again. If you want to learn more about Dreamcatchers, please visit the website at dreamshouldbereal.com. If you can think of someone who would benefit from these types of opportunities and are willing to share what we're doing with them, we would greatly appreciate it. Get it how you live, and that's just what I did. You know I hustle all day and all night for. You know I hustle all day and all night for. Yeah.